I pledge myself to the pod. Loyal I'll always be. A P to start, a D at the end, and an O sitting in between. Welcome back to an Omnia Paratus. Angela, what do you think happens when people stop being polite and start getting real? Oh, oh, this is going to bug me. What? Oh no, what show is this? See, I don't even know if you're a boomer. Like, you might be back in Biden's generation with that one. Is this from the real world? Yes. Okay. It's the tagline of the real world. Well, okay. So I've never seen the real world and I, I looked Neither it up. Neither have I. Okay. I know. I know. But if you think about it, I looked it up. I think it started in 1992, 1990, 91, some very so early did you. year. Oh my lord. Yes, I just popped out of the womb watching the real world. I mean, it's not impossible. So wait, if, if we've never seen it, we don't know the answer to this. What does I happen? I mean, shit happens. <laughs> Have you not seen a trailer? Like, I've never seen the show. I've seen it introed before or after when I was watching a different show, but I've never. Real World was like the one I respected my mom putting her foot down for. Okay. So I never, I heard the intro, but I never like watched it. But I watched The Road Rules and The Challenge, which was with the same people. Oh, okay. I combined that in my head just now and I was trying to think Real World Road Challenge. Boomer. I've never seen it. My only reference point for it is that there's a suite in Planet Hollywood in Las Vegas that I think it's like the real world suite and there's a bowling alley and some sort of like crazy pool. Well, since you're going to be in Vegas after this episode airs, I expect you to take a selfie with this suite. You you need me to talk my way into the real world suite? I'm, I think it's like yes. $20,000 a night. Can't you take a picture with like the plaque? Like, can you not even go up to the floor? Well, generally you need a key card to get to the floor. You like to break in places. I do. You and your twin almost gave me a heart attack trying to break into that pool and not Santa Cruz somewhere okay if you had just played it cool we would have gotten in it was closed for the conference it was closed it wasn't me you also looked genuinely terrified and super squirrely because i didn't want to break the rules Okay, in the grand scheme of the rules that you could break, though, that's a pretty tiny one. So therefore, you should have no problem getting me a picture of the selfie for our podcast listeners of the real world suite. I will see what I can do. Transitive property. You believe it, you can achieve it? Sure. I mean, I know I did better in geometry, but that still doesn't mean I remember much from it. Carry on. All I know is that Drake told me that I gotta work them angles. Bonus points, Jay, if you can name the song that's from. I don't know, it wasn't on Degrassi. Is that, is that your final answer? It wasn't on Degrassi? Yes. But Emma Roberts was in the music video. Nope. Okay, nice for what, if anyone out there didn't know the answer already. Okay, but back to the real world. You got us here. I know, I know. <laughs> the real world was a very popular show on MTV from the 90s through the early 2010s. I think it's still going on. Oh. Were they rebooted? I don't know. Wow. I mean, good for MTV. Most of the shows that we're going to talk about today, you can't even find them on Paramount Plus right now. Mm, not sponsored. Anyone, sponsor us. Paramount if you want to. I will watch all of your content, particularly the Nickelodeon, but like I'll watch all this bad TV shows too. I had the idea for this podcast after doing a workout to old 2000s music and it had me reminiscing over TRL, which I didn't really understand. I kind of watched, but then all of these super iconic MTV shows. But I think more just for the quality of content, people would be really surprised to know how invested I was in a lot of these shows. As well, when you think about the quality of the content that's being put out, we've now moved on to TikTok as our main source of like viewing at the moment. That yeah. TikTok is the definition of low budget entertainment. I know, but like me particularly loving Disney Channel and being, I don't want to say young, but being aloof is the only word kind of coming to mind, but being very pink and girly and Elle Woods, the fact that I watched this much and had this much of an interest in this crappy television, I feel like is a little off brand but again so are these shows so it's so off brand it's on brand I guess is what I'll go with well I mean even Blair Waldorf had a dark side I don't think this was a dark side I think this was a trash side eh I'll take that. So as we've covered before, I think in spring break, I had parental locks on my cable. And I set the parental locks on my TV. So Jay's really going to be carrying this episode and walking me through some of these. But I do I do have a few call outs. 
Let's do your top three and then you can start asking questions. Okay. We'll go We'll go three, two, one. So number three. That would be my super sweet 16. Okay. What are your memories of this show? I remember like the really bad like opening theme music and like oh all the pink god. glitter. It's, oh my god. That was Hillary Duff. Wait, seriously? I cannot believe you just said that. That is on Hillary Duff's first album, Metamorphosis. I love that song. I couldn't wait to be 16 because of that song. I listen to Metamorphosis all the time. That was not on there. I will bet like a Cartier fucking bracelet on this. We are, we are going to look at this right now. We're not waiting for a fact check. What is the most expensive thing I can have if I am right? Oh, I really wanted to make a no cap joke, but we're not going there because you, you would really take it that way. Okay. Do you remember that if lost return to the X? Tiffany one? Yeah. You want to bet that? I'm assuming that might be the cheapest thing on the list. That, that can't be more than like what? 200. Okay. If I'm wrong, I'll buy it for you. Okay. I want to say it's track seven or eight, but I can't be sure. Okay. All right. I'm Googling right now. (laughs) I'm dying. All right. So track seven or eight. Okay. We didn't, I didn't have to be right about what the track number was. No, no. I know, but that's where I'm scrolling to right now. Okay. Seven is the math. Oh my God. What? Y'all, we can just end the episode here. I have a Tiffany bracelet coming my way. I have zero memory of this. Zero memory. <laughs> when did this happen? This she added this in. This is like a bonus re-release thing that I'm looking at right here. It has to be. I literally have my CD. Do you want me to like get out my CD player for you? I I have my CD too. Let's go. Get it. Well, mine's mine's in the basement. That's a long way away right now. Do you really want me to get the CD out? Can we do this after? Oh, I mean, I guess we can do this after, but I have zero memory of this song. I remember every other song here except for this one. That's really unfortunate for you then, isn't it? Did I skip it? Well, here, all I have to say is that whoever had her record that song, like they did her dirty just like Gossip Girl did. I mean, MTV tweaked it a little bit. Like they didn't do like an EDM remix, but like they did like verb or something. I don't know. My Super Sweet 16 was one of my favorite shows. I idolized these people. I wanted to be one. I wanted to have one. So much so that this was also the period in my life. Coincidentally, my mom thought I really should get into volunteer work. I don't don't know the correlation, obviously, <laughs> but somehow me wanting a white Mercedes. I, I didn't. I never wanted the Mercedes. I wanted the BMW. But wanting like a white BMW, getting excited to pass out invitations in an extravagant way, but making sure I could also do it publicly and take them away from people somehow didn't mesh well with like the values my family is trying to instill. Oh my lord, I completely forgot about that. I did always like how at the end they always got a car, even if their 16th birthday was like still three weeks away and then they drove off in it because you know that they just had to have got out of the car like a hundred feet away or something. Of course. My favorite, I was going over some of these, my favorite ones. One, my uncle knew the parent of the triplets from the first season who came out like can candles. But my favorite memory that I had Ooh. of these two girls, it was their 18th birthday. It was Sex in the City theme. They were making virgin mocktails with drag queens. They wanted 3-6 Mafia to perform. And I remember this distinctly. And I was thinking about things that wouldn't fly in 2021. So they're going to the studio and 3-6 Mafia, these two girls, is like, okay, if you can rap these lyrics... So you see them take these two white girls into the booth to rap their song and just imagining what that would look like now. When I was younger, I thought it was the coolest. It's like, oh my God, they're getting these rappers. They're doing this cool party. And thinking about now watching them have to rap this verse. Oh my Lord. Will live rent free in my head if I find the clip, which is why I'm not finding the clip. I will find it for the show notes though. (laughs) I can tell you the exact episode it was too if I found these girls' faces. My favorite, I think her name was Amanda. She was in Florida she went on to then go on to the Exiled series. I believe she had to go to Africa and build her hut out of cow dung. Sierra performed at her birthday. Okay, what is Exiled? That's the show. That's the Sweet 16 where the girls who needed a bit of a reality check went to foreign countries and performed American saviorism. 
I'd say white saviorism, but I don't think it was all white contestants. Got it. Okay. So is this a thing of like, oh, congratulations, you just had this awesome party and the next day they're shipped off to another country? No, it was a few years country? later. It was either the okay. year later or a few years later. Okay. Interesting. Do you have more to say or should we go to your second pick? I know that was a lot for the first, for your third one. That's a bit traumatic. That's all right. Okay. My second pick from this list would be America's Next Top Model. Okay. That was in our honorable mentions in our CW section because there were four shows that I could not resist i got into it with my godfather he actually started watching before me he wasn't the little devil on my shoulder but he definitely encouraged the my super sweet 16 much more than my mom did and my mom wanted to keep me more grounded morally sound which we appreciate kindness empathy great skills my godfather also did those things but he also had a love of superficial catty drama and bitchiness that just fed my soul which is where we get America's Next Top Model. <laughs> the first season I saw live, ooh, was season eight. I believe Jasleen was the first winner I watched live, but I did see one through seven. I think I could name up to, oh, I used to be able to name up to like season 15 winners, but I stopped like right when, ooh, again, didn't age well. Marquesa's designer joined the cast. See, I don't know if I can give you that much Pauline, detail. But I know I actually watched all of this on Syndicate through the Oxygen channel. Oh, yes. Yeah. So I'd, I'd watch on like Saturday or Sunday when they showed all the episodes. Who's your favorite so that winner? Was... There are wrong answers. I'm still on Team Justice for Melrose from season seven. Season seven, I think, is one of my favorites. Oh, I remember Melrose. Okay. She was cool. I don't know if I can give you a favorite winner, but there was this one girl with like absolutely gigantic eyes and her Allison. whole thing was- Yes, Allison. Her whole thing was working like the deer in the headlights look. Literally, with all of this knowledge I have on this list from this episode, I could have three PhDs and probably win like the MacArthur Grant. But instead, I can remember who the big-eyed girl was on America's Next Top Model and all the lyrics to every high school musical song. See, but you're doing us such a great service right now in the podcast. So thank you for being here. Today or in general? Well, see, I didn't know if I should leave the today in there. Got it. What's your number one? Your favorite one on this list? My favorite one is teen mom specifically teen mom too oh no i i've only i i only watched og because then i watched 16 and pregnant and then once the first cast got their series i never i've never watched teen mom too okay 16 and pregnant freaked me out you could add your own shows on here like i'm surprised you didn't say jersey shore because i get into jersey shore but i know you were a big gtl girl oh but i thought this was vintage mtv i mean awkward's on here awkward's my most recent one I didn't even see Awkward on here. Okay. Well, Awkward wasn't reality, but like Awkward started in 2011. So what do you think prior to 2011 I said was fair game? Oh, okay. All right. Well, I watched the Jersey Shore at someone's sweet 16 because it got rained out. So we were all crammed in a family room for six hours of Vinny, Polly D, the situation. Six hours? Six hours of Jersey Shore oh, and Jesus. ice cream cake. Ooh. I loved it. Hmm? What was the theme supposed to be? We were supposed to go to Great America, like Great America during the day and then out to dinner at night. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it wasn't like, it wasn't like a big dance party kind of thing. It was a more casual. There was someone named Leah, right? She had twins. That was Teen Mom 2? Yes. That's all I can tell you about Teen Mom 2. Why Teen Mom 2? Why is that your holy girl? Twins actually was Macy, I believe. Leah had one child. Or no, did she have two? Because I think Aliana was her. Macy was season one with the red hair. Oh my God. I'm totally messing these people up now. I don't want to make you any more bets for this episode. I think we've done enough. But I'm I know. Sure I think Leah had. I okay. I'm just gonna ask. Did you? I like. Did you know that this Tiffany's bracelet is gonna be way more expensive than I think it is? I have no clue how much the bracelet costs. Okay. All right. I think you're in the ballpark. But okay. I, All right. You are right because Leah's daughter was Aliana, and Aliana was the twin with muscular dystrophy. I think. Oh. It was Aliana and Aaliyah. Yeah, I, re I really she liked- She named her daughter Aaliyah and her name was Leah? Yes. Ugh, I shouldn't be surprised, but I am. Okay, Teen Mom 2, your kinship. Yeah, Teen Explain Mom 2. Me. I think Teen Mom 2 also had Farah. And no, I don't know. She, there was was just... she was Teen Mom OG, the porn star. Classic. 
This is why I was a Teen Mom fan. Classic. Farrah, Macy. So then wait, Amber, do I actually Caitlin? like Teen Mom and not Teen Mom 2? Teen Mom 1 is Amber, whose daughter's name is Leah. Then we have Caitlin and boyfriend, now husband, who gave their daughter up for adoption. Then we had Macy and Ryan, Farrah and Derek, who had passed. I think that's it. I think those are the four. Okay, I don't think I could tell you which one I liked better, but I know I liked Leah and I liked Farah. I looked for her too, teen and pregnant, and then she got to Heidi Montag for me, which you will get that reference at some point because you are watching The Hills. Well, I mean, okay, yeah. Like, I know who she is in general. But you don't understand her. That is true. She did marry Spencer though, right? Yes. They're still okay. married. And now they have a crystal business. What? Yes. I want to say it's like Crystal Daddy or something like that. Okay. They were the ones that got married on the Santa Monica Pier, right? No. They got married on the show in a church. Oh. And this is why you carry this episode. So those were your favorites. Yeah, those are my favorites, but Jersey Shore trumps all of them. For me, looking at the list I made, number three, see the thing is like this list, like I have such pros and cons to everything. Some honorable mentions because I can't legally blonde search for the next l woods with Haley duff they basically one of the scenes they have them singing one of the songs from the musical on spin bikes like very la but it was like to practice their stamina um the ashley simpson show another classic is this ashley simpson when she was with evan ross or before this was like autobiography days was she ever with ryan cabrera if she was this was like way back when before SNL. I guess that's the point that was brought to me. This was before the lip syncing incident on SNL. Ah, okay. You have much knowledge. Yes, thank you. Gotta put it to you somewhere. Number three, I think we're gonna go solidly with making the band. I think I joined. Oh, yeah. I really got into it. End of the season where Andrea and Aubrey got pushed to the next season because he's like, we like you two. But mm -hmm. I don't like anyone else, but you can't be a band. So that's mm -hmm. when I really got into it. Love making the band. Mm, this is tough. Um, Number two, and this is kind of the direction we're going to be heading with the show. I don't know what the full title is, but like Charm School, Monique tried to reform the ladies of Flavor of Love. That had a significant impact on me, that whole franchise that ended up being like what I think wanted to try to be the MTV Bachelor and couldn't be. Number one, oof. I want to say for me, it's probably a tie between my super sweet 16 and the Hills. Both had a significant impact on me, my super sweet 16 for the sparkles, the whininess, the extravagance, the Hills for discovering Pinkberry and going for my fashion knowledge. They had like Lady Gaga, Kim K was on the show before she was famous. A lot of good cameos on the hills, hmm. but like prior to reality TV. Like Laguna Beach and the hills and Paris Hilton's show like walked for the Kardashians to run. Interesting. I've never seen any of those, so I can't tell you anything about them. Well, you're going to be watching the hills for an episode, so... That is true. I can I can inform on this later All in the summer. All six seasons. There are six seasons? Yes. How many episodes per season? I mean, it's old school TV, so probably 22 to 26. Okay, Jersey Shore only has like 10 to 14. You told me I get a third door. I'm going to make sure it's a good door. Okay. Also, that sounded a little dirty, a third door. <laughs> it wasn't until you said that. <laughs> Okay, where are your questions? What do you want to know about this list? And I can start to educate. Okay. Take notes, everyone. Engaged and underage. Is that legal? Are both parties underage? And if so, how can they get married? I think depending on the state, it's 16. Again, thankfully, you're our fact checker. It just meant like young couple. Ah, uh, okay. And I feel like it also would look very similar to kind of the siblings are dating, looking back on who would be on this show. But it was, you follow- Wait, that was a show? No, that's an Instagram account, but the couples look oh. like they could kind of be synonymous. Basically, oh. you follow this young couple leading up to their wedding. The bachelor and bachelorette parties were typically drug strippers. Things were involved and like a lot of fighting, but it was wedding related. Were there any sort of like parental or family interventions where they tried to sit either of them down and discourage them from getting married? Yes. See, I'm kind of imagining something a little bit along the lines of my big fat gypsy wedding where like a family might kidnap another person to keep them away. Like the dresses are like gigantic gigantic like 20 feet wide oh, God, i want a gypsy dress um no not at all they weren't that bad they did try to stop them like you're a little young some of them i think were military couples 
but they tried, but it was kind of more of like, no, stop. We don't think this is right than a like forceful of we will cut you off. We don't want to communicate with you. Like strong claims. Okay. So nothing like what happened on parental control. I didn't watch a lot of that because I didn't understand what it was, but the few episodes that I did really stuck with me just because of the idea of how kids and their significant others then argue with their families. What kind of great impression is that that will then lead onto like you're having a great relationship that your family respects? Well, my thing with that show was always parents always like the suitor who was the best kiss ass. And the things the parents didn't like about the significant other were the traits you could see in them while they bickered or while the girl was on the date. If I didn't like my significant other's parents that much, I wouldn't want to sit with them hours and watch my significant other go on dates with other people. Oh yeah, completely. But just like the entire premise of it as a whole is mind boggling. Like how much money do you think they were paid? Do you think they were paid money at all? I would say probably not. Wow. See, and back then there were no endorsement deals for random people. So like, what is the true incentive here other than the fact that you're going to sit with people you may or may not like, who you may or may not want to like you, and just argue for hours? I mean, when you're on TV, remember, no matter how bad you're doing in life, remember there's some boy in your high school trying to become a rapper. Channel that energy into all of these MTV castings. Got it. Okay. What is made? Ugh classic so these were basically people who wanted to become models make the cheer squad make the football team but they were kind of like the ugly duckling so a more professional person like ex-NFL cheerleader or minor league baseball player would come for I don't know how long I want to say like six weeks and like help them get to the point of trying out for whatever it was they wanted to try out for so I'm assuming that this is more like a boot camp kind of thing than like gentle mentoring um it depended on the thing like the modeling one was harsher than like the step team but typically it also depends on the skill level like mostly Angela wanted to join I hope you get this point of reference the UCLA women's gymnastics team I'm sure you've seen some of the routines online yes like if you were like you wanted to do that as you are today and they brought in a coach for you for six weeks like an ex-gymnast and they trained you to, to try out for the team oh okay I think some were more like frivolous like I want to be prom queen or I want to do this but most were audition related very interesting. So, okay, so speaking of prom, what is Once Upon a Prom? So the most iconic person known to go on the show is Taylor Swift. Basically, it's with these big prom proposals that got people to ask celebrities and then the celebrities would take these people to prom. Wait, Flip seriously? That. Yeah, if you Google Once Upon a Prom, like all I found were pictures of Taylor Swift at this kid's prom. Wow, that's pretty cool. It was before paparazzi and everyone had a phone and everyone could just ruin the moment. Ugh, life. Okay, that, that one sounds pretty pretty cool. I would watch some old episodes of that. What is a show on this list that you didn't understand but were weirdly intrigued by? Yo Mama was kind of hard for me to grasp the concept of. Like I understood the goal was to like insult someone, but like the jokes never sat correctly. They they the delivery wasn't great, but like all of like the guys crews were I was like, "Oh, damn." Like Oh, you got him. Like, all of this. And I was like, I don't get it. So, okay. Have you seen, does does MTV still do Wild and Out? With Nick Cannon? I've yeah. Seen, I've seen episodes of it. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Did, did you like that better or worse? Same caliber. Okay. Very interesting. I'm going to go with maybe, maybe let us expand your education a little bit to see. So I have more appreciation for Yo Mama jokes. Perhaps, perhaps goals for the year thank goodness (laughs) okay let's see what about oh what is exposed i see lie detector software here angela you would love this so you and me i get set up with someone random like bachelor style i go on a date with him okay okay no one's actually wearing lie detector software so i don't exactly understand how they would track this but i would be on the date and you would be in my ear and i'd ask him like oh like when did your last relationship end and he would answer and in the van you could tell me whether he was telling the truth or not because you had the oh. Lie detector software oh my god yes and then at the end of the date it's revealed my friend was in the van listening to us this whole time and you did this this and this and then like whether you did or didn't want to go on another date. It was like a 30 minute show, kind of like next. Uh, Let's bring this back. Like, I don't even care if the whole point of it is just to get really catty at the end. I want to see this in action. See, more reason for you to get Paramount Plus. Well, actually, it's really funny when I saw this. Um, Earlier, I was reading this whole thing on how to be a human lie detector. Oh, like so Robert like- De Niro. 
in Meet the Parents? Mm-hmm. Yes, I got one. Yeah, so it was this whole thing about, so I think you take the other person's pulse from their wrist with one hand, and then you're, I forget what you're supposed to put your other hand, but it also goes on their body, and... And you thought three doors was dirty. <laughs> Maybe maybe we just don't continue down that line, but it was a pretty interesting article. It, it it all stemmed off of whether or not police shows and things like that, like occasionally, like they'll just like grab the person who they're interrogating and be like, I know you're lying because your pulse is racing and whether or not you could actually do that in your everyday life. Huh. Yeah. So it just went through like various ways I that- I mean, Sean Spencer didn't need to touch anyone. That is very true. He was just a very keen observer. And there's a book on how to like Sean Spencer in real life. Ooh, maybe we should try that. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's next? Ooh. Oh, I have a question for you. Okay. We're not going to like- do anything dumb like risk I don't know a designer item again which show was Lady Gaga as Stephanie on her legal name Stephanie Germanata sure which one of those did she appear on this list I don't even know if she was named to be fair but it's her you can recognize her on this show like I don't know if she was planted or it was a coincidence so is it the MTV list or is it all of them what is it is it just the MTV list or it's not any of the CW ones And not VH1. No. Not that one. Not that one. Tell the people what that one means. Okay. I'm going with not bromance, not silent library, not MTV's The 70s House, not Run's House, the the city. I'm going with the city. Okay. No, the, okay, no, the city. We're going with the city. Okay, so The City was Whitney Port's spinoff from The Hills. Dang it! Where she goes to New York. Would Lady Gaga have been on that show? Yes, because it was Fashion Fashion Week. She might have been featured in one of the clips, but not as Stephanie Germanata. The show that Stephanie Germanata appeared in, again, coincidentally or uncoincidentally, was Boiling Point. No. Dang it! (laughs) Was Boiling Point, a show where basically it's kind of the opposite of a Karen. They would have a super either rude... Um, dismissive customer service person at like at a liquor store and per minute you stayed there and interacted with this terrible person you won money for it oh and I think if you made it to like 10 or 15 minutes maybe you won like more money like 100 bucks stakes were really low you really didn't have to give much away for people to do these kind of games wow the x effect though is a show I think you would love for its trashiness so for an example Angela pick a celebrity um Ryan Reynolds. Okay. You are with Ryan Reynolds. I am with Chris Evans, okay? Okay. I used to date Ryan Reynolds, okay? Oh my god. The two couples go to a hotel for a weekend. I don't even know who nominates who or how you get on the show. But me and Ryan Reynolds, again, I'm currently dating Chris Evans and you're dating Ryan Reynolds. Me and Ryan Reynolds get swept away to our own room to stay together and you and Chris Evans go to another room. During these nights, there are certain challenges and things. One thing is me and Ryan Reynolds both get bracelets that when touching a sort of diffuser lava lamp in your and Chris Evans' room goes off. You also have little trackers on us to see where in the room a hotel we are together. So whether anything's getting rekindled, whether there's any feelings left over, like y'all are seeing this happen live. Me and Ryan Reynolds go to dinner, chat it up, and then like you see when they're in a bed together. And there are certain things where they can challenge to get like, oh, at some point it's like you can get either video or audio of like in the room, like when what they're talking about, you get to hear their conversations. And at the end, all four members... Once the night's over, you go back to your partner and then you're each given an X or an O. So then you and Ryan Reynolds and me and Chris Evans would have our talk separately. And then the X couple would talk together. So Ryan Reynolds would be like, hey, Angela, like, yes, I know. Like we slept in the bed together or first you probably, hey, I saw you two touching all night with this fucking lamp going off in our room. Like what happened? And then he would either say like, yeah, like. It was fine, rekindled, but then he has the O, which is for the new relationship. And then you get to pick whether you hold up like the O and reciprocate or not. And then after that, the two X's do it. And obviously the two X's both have an X. They get back together. Wow. Okay, wait. So if 
Ryan Reynolds has an O and I have an O, does that mean that I want to get with Chris Evans? No. Or that I'm supportive of Ryan Reynolds dating you? No, you're still with Ryan Reynolds. That means you two want to stay together. There's no option for you and Chris Evans to get together. You're together to see if your partners want to cheat on you two. This isn't like a swinger situation. Okay, then I'm a little bit confused. So, okay, so we need an X and O pair. We're not looking for like letters to hang out together. Two couples. Yes. And one member, each of those couples used to date and their partners are fishy that they're not over each other. Yes. So the ex-couple go and hang out and then the other two people observe for that 24-hour period. Yes. At the end of that, when you go back to your current partner, you have an X or an O to tell your current partner whether you'd like to stay with them or leave them. Mm Mm-hmm. Where are we confused? Well, which one signifies that I want to stay or leave with you? Is it like if we're both holding up O's, it's like bye? Or is it like I love you like XO, like X and O, like we're going to be together? Like X means they want to get back with their X. Oh, okay. No. So, okay. I get that. But then at the same time, couldn't the two people who are suspicious that the per- the people that they are dating secretly still want to be with each other, couldn't they win and flip the script and then get together? I mean, in theory. Like, I feel like that should have been another element of this show because then it's like, oh, maybe I do them. want this other person. Maybe. Well, exactly. But that's like the added element of like, oh, if I'm not with this person, will I even have a person to go back to when this 24-hour period is finished? I mean, you're not wrong. So I think we call this the X effect too. I feel like maybe probably one or two did, but again, spoiler alert, a lot of these were scripted. (laughs) So. So I think that we should call this the XX effect because this is how the female mind works. See, I'm surprised you don't want to go like XO because of the Beyonce song. I already made that reference. Sorry, I wanted to reinforce you liked Beyonce. I will make sure to cut that out. (laughs) You've just insulted the beehive so many times I was trying to affirm your good graces. Does this count as another insult to the beehive? I don't know. Is saying two people referencing her is too many an offense to the beehive? I mean, I certainly hope not. Carry on. We're, we're, all right, you know what, let's, let's go with the XO effect. Beehive, don't come for me. All right, next show that I'm curious about. I see that Hogan Knows Best is on here, and I didn't watch, I didn't really watch it. I've only seen, like, a couple episodes, but was he a wrestler? I think so. I didn't watch that one. Was everyone in his family a wrestler? Because I I remember they all looked super muscly. I want to say yes. I didn't watch that one as religiously, but if it like on in between like I Love New York's or Flavor of Love or a show I wanted to watch, I would like leave it on in the background. Okay. The big thing with that was like his older, his oldest daughter, I think Brooke dating was kind of the whole plot line I watched for. Got it. Okay. I remember they used to wear like a lot of highlighter colors, like a lot of hot pink and orange, neon green. I think they were a big Tom Hardy family. Do you remember Tom Hardy? No. Oh God. Am I getting... Oh shoot. Is that... Ed Hardy. Fuck. Oh, okay. Yes. I corrected myself. It's fine. The... With the... With the skulls and the flowers and the rhinestones. Yes. You make it sound like they're making... um... Oh shoot. I don't know what they're called. The Dia de los Muertos skulls. Calaveras. Mm, Yes. Calaveras? Calaveras? I should know this word. It's one of those two. I'm going with Calavera. Okay. But okay, no. So when I saw Hogan Knows Best, that made me think, didn't the Osbournes used to have a show? Yeah. Was that MTV or was it another channel? I feel like that was E or Bravo or not. Mm, No, definitely not one of those because those were... I don't know. I didn't watch it. I actually recently found out that they have another daughter who doesn't agree with the family's place in the spotlight, so... She lives completely under the radar. For her. I think she's the oldest child too. But yeah. Did you did you watch Punked? It's right under high school stories, scandals, pranks, and controversy. Of course I watched Punked. One of my favorites is the fake cancer patient Ashley Tisdale was singing to who was like, I'm just trying to get out of a test. Like, don't tell my mom. She was told this kid, I'm assuming something like Make-A-Wish was in a coma for years. Oh my God. She's singing Kiss the Girl. <laughs> 
and like the kid's like okay like i just like don't want to get this test like don't make my mom wake me up and then she's like freaking out i know justin timberlake is another one that it's known for i don't know if it was like cockroaches or something with his house oh god um, I, I did love punked. that's like how Dak shepherd got his start i heard on armchair expert when he and ashton were talking oh my god Dak that's shepherd so was great. one of the guys like hired as an actor for the scenes oh i love that yeah punked was great though punked was really good oh did um, you see the i remember drake and the earthquake or something was it an earthquake i thought it was an earthquake oh i don't think i've seen that one i know that drake made a statement like i'd never get punked so ashton made sure to get him <laughs> no i was watching old keeping up with the kardashians interviews the other day and one of the clips came up on youtube and it was when they were punking kim so oh. she was at the gas station with courtney's baby daddy scott disick and this they have this guy come up to her and like ask like to take a picture he says he's a fan like he just talked to scott and took a picture with him so she takes a picture with him and then he like scott pretends that he's stolen something out of the car while she wasn't looking and then he drives away and they pretend to blow up uh the gas pump and then the cops come and arrest him and oh my god it's so crazy because it's just like a standard like a very standard like kardashian reaction when something like this happens on their show she immediately calls her sister and she's laughing and telling her like oh my god you'll never believe what scott did he just got arrested for accusing some guy of stealing his wallet not trying to help him or work anything out she's literally just sitting there laughing i'm glad they have a strong family brand right yeah we should get down to vh1 so let me run through mtv really quick high school stories scandals pranks and controversies a cast of people would recreate people's submissions for senior pranks one of my favorite ones i listed was high schools who would do the beach in their hallway or tape all the furniture upside down switch classrooms that kind of thing similarly on unfabulous the whole thing of cows can go upstairs but can't go down um the one serious one that i remember and now being an adult i realized how serious it was they like laxative donuts or something for their teacher like (gasps) that shit's dangerous which I didn't know back then. Um, Pit My Ride exhibit and the cool cars. I like never loved the outside, but I always liked the way they would like deck out the inside. Mm-hmm. If you think parental control was weird, date my mom. A guy would go on three dates with these mothers in anticipation of the daughters. And it was really funny when like the mom was the pretty one, even though they all kind of looked like Karen's. Karen's and or pageant slash dance moms. So sometimes the daughters were really pretty and sometimes like oof. Oh, that is so creepy. But the teen would be going on a date with the mother. And like Laguna Beach, classic again, you'll be watching that. Miss Seventeen lasted one season and it was to be the cover girl for Seventeen magazine. The girls all lived in a house together, very kind of American sex model style. But what I loved was the theme song was from the click and it was just the girl that was the theme song that's why i love the show so much my super oh, sweet nice. 16 um next similar to boiling point however long you last on a date before the guy would tell you next it's kind of like the modern day jubilee live tinder but like i thought these girls were so pretty and looking back I'm like wow they were such trash um my own had you heard of that one I don't think so. So it was basically guys who were like, I want to date Beyonce. So they would bring in like eight girls who not even resembled, honestly, but like could-ish give you a Beyonce vibe. So first he would eliminate like four off of looks and then he would like get to know them each pageant style with a few questions. And then the top three would each learn choreography and record a track from the artist. They did this with Hilary Duff, Pink with Beyonce. And then the girl would get all made up and perform part of the music video. And then he would pick like my own Britney Spears, my own Beyonce. Oh, okay. This is kind of giving me like flirty dancing vibes. No, not at all. Okay. All right. Not at all. <laughs> Continue. I'll try, I'll try to find you an episode on YouTube. Disaster Day. My cousin came in clutch for this one because I could not remember the name of the show for the life of me. Basically, you went on a blind first date. Similarly, money involved. You didn't know this, but your date was going to be terrible trash. And if you made it the full hour, you could either get double the cash or a second date with the person, not the fake actor. Newport Harbor, what they tried to recreate with Laguna Beach, but they weren't not able to. The X effect, which we now want to do the XO or the XX effect. MTV Cribs was a classic. I always loved the pools and the outdoor spaces. Oh yeah, the giant beds. Yes. Cheyenne, she was a country singer. Her big song, I mean, I would go with maybe two. Her big song is one original thing. It is in the Aquamarine movie in the scene where they are shopping. And she also has a song, I believe that Miley 
Miley Cyrus. I don't know who wrote it, if either one of these artists wrote it or someone else wrote it and then gave it to both of them. These four walls, it is on Hannah Montana slash Miley Cyrus or Hannah Montana meets Miley Cyrus, that volume two album on the Miley side of the album. Very nice. Run's house. I love that the two daughters like created a sneaker line based on like candy and desserts. That sounds awesome. MTV's The 70 House was a reality show where they went back to the 70s. Kind of like that 70s show. Oh no, I was gonna say they've been doing that a lot recently. Like I think Coors Light sponsored an entire house for their influencers in which they put in like all 70s decorations and everyone had to dress like they were from the 70s. Huh. I don't know what's so fun about the 70s. I don't know. Okay. A Shot at Love with Tila Tequila. I wasn't a big fan of this one but like I kind of watched it kept my mind who open is Tequila Tequila I feel like I've heard I've heard that so much through my childhood but I don't know who she I is I want to say porn star but I don't know I don't want to be wrong let me google this she's a stage name gain recognition for her on social networking sites oh a myspace girl interesting all I know is she was bisexual and that was like the interesting part of that show but something that I realized I wasn't a big fan of the show is why no one else on the show hooked up if they were bisexual because then she had guys and girls who could all hook up with each other hmm. bromance was Brody jenner spinoff after the hills oh okay um silent library i know you had a story <laughs> about so i had no idea what silent library was well, i mean kind of do now but in high school some people were talking about wanting to go like do the silent library challenge and i was like oh cool like i'll come i love the library and you like being silent yeah i love being silent i can totally do it really well the librarian never has to tell me to be quiet angela probably thought they were gonna go play like the quiet game that parents try to do so their kids will give them a moment of silence <laughs> let's go sit in the library and see who can be quiet the longest oh my god low-key honestly my favorite game because every once in a while it's just nice not to have to talk um Can't but relate. yeah no we ended up sitting in a restaurant and they all put like giant things of w- wasabi and tabasco and like other like other like super like spicy things in their mouth and then proceeded to not scream or yeah, attempt so not to yell out <laughs> yeah so basically the point of silent library is you're in a space typically meant to be quiet and you're given challenges of pain endurance and things and you win money at the end based on how quiet you were able to do the activities. Now we're on to VH1, MTV's sister network, which was always really confusing because I thought some of these shows were on MTV, but these are actually VH1 shows. My Fair Brady, bringing two worlds colliding, America's Next Top Model, and the Brady Bunch. I'm so confused. The first season winner of America's Next Top Model, Adrian, was married to Peter Brady, one of the Bradys, and it was their love story. Or not really love story, because there was a lot of drama, and then I think they went on Dr. Drew's Help Me, We Need a Divorce show, whatever that's called. (laughs) Oh my god, okay. Yeah, so that lasted a season or two. Watch that. And then we have (laughs) Jay's favorite show. I don't want to say my mom's ashamed of me for these. (laughs) But like I was making a joke to her even that we were speaking about these and she couldn't even like last through my like describing it. So I started off with I Love New York because like Flavor of Love I didn't know about. So I started with New York and then I went back and found Flavor of Love. The funniest part that like I was remembering when I was going over this and like talking to family that we were doing this was the way they came up with the names for everyone. (laughs) Everyone had a different name. Like New York's name isn't New York, it's Tiffany. But like it was was so dumb of like how they were like you're small so I'm gonna call you shorty or like <laughs> you're in a red dress so we're gonna call you like mamacita or something some of the I'm sure this, these weren't PC names whatsoever oh my god but like they were just such dumb names these were these were dating shows but they were so trashy mud wrestling and I can't even remember like what the competitions would be but they were such just trashy people and yet somehow are so does that mean that the bachelor is like higher class because instead of mud they make them box i mean the only thing i can compare these shows to is i think i watched like one episode of like honey boo boo and they went to georgia and they went to like a mud festival like that was their spring break that's what i kind of would compare these shows to 
Huh, okay. I've never heard that one before. These were just such trash dating show. Like there was a lot of hitting and spitting and like, I don't even know. Did you never watch any of these? I feel like these would be right up your alley. No, I've never seen, I think I've only seen a couple episodes of I Want to Work for Diddy. I feel like tomorrow or this weekend, you need to watch like, just Google like an episode of Flavor of Love and I Love New York. It really doesn't matter what episode you pick. Just watch an episode of both. Because okay. I feel like these shows are right up your alley. Think of it like well, it's Empire actually really funny meets that the Jersey Shore. Huh, okay. So it's actually really funny that you bring that up because my mom a few weeks ago was saying something about like, oh, like remember like blah, 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 like when Flavor Flav used to have his show and this happened. She's like, that's kind of what it was like watching this old movie and this one scene. And I was like, well, I wouldn't know, mom. You put parental locks on. She's like, oh, I don't even remember that. And I was like, gee, thanks. And then we... We had Brett Michaels, Rock of Love, similar vibe, similar trash. Scott Baio was super problematic. And again, he was one of the ones kind of like the Hogan's when it was mm-hmm. between other shows, I'd like watch it, but like super problematic and he's super conservative and like QAnon now, so we'll move past him. Real Chance of Love was a spinoff of two of the contestants. I believe they were brothers on New York season. And then we now get, again, I wouldn't say highbrow, but like these shows are definitely a little bit more wholesome than... <laughs> um Beauty and the Geek was one of my favorite shows so Okay, much. I did watch Beauty and the Geek. One of my favorite shows. My 17th birthday was themed after it. Seriously? Yes, because oh I love the show so much because it was cute because like you would be smart or you just cute. Um, High School Reunion, I got like free episodes too. It's basically people, they pick high school classes where they never grew out of their high school personality and like had them reunite. Whoa. High Society was Tinsley Mortimer, who's a socialite, but she was also on an episode of Gossip Girl, which is probably why she got her own show or vice versa. Pussycat Dolls Present was great. They had two versions of this. They had one to fill a member of the Pussycat Dolls and the winner of that was Asia and then they had one where they made their own band similar to making the band oh I oh okay where they created a girl group oh shoot ah there's the blonde oh no oh crap I know the name of the song but I don't know the name of the group shit girlicious that was their thing their group name there we go thank oh and crowned was with I believe Carson Kressley or someone else who did pageants in the south beauty queen sparkles me again more on brand than some of these other shows and then the show I left off because similar go back to dating shows farmer wants a wife I've never heard of that one. They only had a few seasons. Great theme song and music. Basically, The Bachelor, but on a farm. <laughs> like, this is like a real farmer. Or at least they made him seem like a real farmer. Is that where FarmersOnly.com comes from? I don't know which came first. Again, for your show notes. So, okay. So, for Farmer Wants a Wife, are they bringing in other girls no, who live city on farms? Oh, okay. Think, think Heart of Dixie. Oh, okay. Do I have to cancel Heart of Dixie? Why? Lemon, Southern culture. I mean, no. Yes. No. I'm, I'm gonna go with, I'm going with no. I've seen it three times and there's nothing immediately that jumps to me that I have questioned. So this show is not on the list and I can't remember what channel it came from. So we're gonna have to wait until Jay comes back to see if she can put a name to it for me. One, where these rappers or some sort of musician type people took about 12 kids in and put them through music school and tried to make them into little performers and I remember they gave them their own stage names and they had to write their own verses and battle with each other and then at one point they put them through these makeovers and they were all pretty young I want to say they were like 13 and under and it's really gonna bother me that I can't remember the name of this right now. So I don't know. I guess we're going to turn this into a little bit of a show and tell, guess and see, wait for it kind of thing. And right now, while we're waiting for Jay, go ahead and take your best guesses, listeners. What are we guessing? So there's a show I can't remember the name of. They took these young kids, probably 13 and under, put them through some sort of music school with rappers. And they had to write their own verses, battle each other, get stage names. It was like a making the next like kid rapper kind of thing. But I I can't remember the name of it or what station it was on. Ooh, can't help you there. I do know they did one with boy bands. And then I know that some of the honorable mention shows, which are not of this MTV quality that I wanted to bring up that I remember watching. Kid Nation was where they took a bunch of kids ages like 8 to 18 and like dropped them in a town, Lord of the Fly style. 
lifestyle and had them create their own society. Oh, no. There was a show, I think, called The Baby Borrowers, where young-ish, again, teen couples who thought they were capable of having children, every few days would rotate out. Like, parents, fortunately, would lend children to the show, and they would take care of a baby, a newborn, and then a toddler and stuff, all the way up to, like, I think, 12-year-olds, to see if these teens could be parents. Um, nope. I say surrendering your kid to something like that is a form of child abuse. No. Yes. I'm just going to let you hang with that one. Got it. I don't know. It just, it seems really strange that you you would hand a newborn over to people who I'm assuming the whole reason they are on this show is to prove to them how not ready they are to be parents and actually care for a newborn. Like I'm imagining a lot of potential accidents. But they were watching on cameras and no one was too far away. I'm not saying we condone it, but it wasn't, there were no supervisions over these tiny humans. Okay, I still call questionable though. Now, Angela, after your very long lesson today, what have we learned? What are we going to go back and watch? Um, well, it has already been predetermined that I will be watching The Hills and Laguna Beach. Correct. Now that I know a little bit more about this, I'm guessing I should probably watch a little bit of Newport Harbor and Bromance. No, watch The and City. And The City? Okay. You don't need Newport, be- Newport Harbor has nothing to do with the cast. Oh, okay. It's its completely own thing. Got it. Okay. So The City, maybe a little bit of bromance. We'll see. The City is optional because it's Whitney's whole different story, whole different plot, whole different everything. Got it. Okay. I will watch Flavor of Love. I love New York. I can't wait for you to report back on those. Um, I'm definitely going to watch The X Effect and Expose. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, maybe I'll watch some real world just so i have a metric for that Mm -hmm. yeah i was a big fan of the challenge i love i think her name was dm she was the woman who had cancer on the show and she passed but like oh she was in one of the first seasons i watched that's so sad Mm -hmm. i think this has been a good lesson thank you for my sociocultural update always oh that's not even a radio voice it sounds like (laughs) a boy going through puberty I thought to go us out, I would play the Sweet 16 theme song, but I just typed in Sweet 16, and due to the timing of when we're recording this, I just got a shit ton of March Madness clips. Oh my god. Yes. I love it. So we have the My Super Sweet 16 intro, and then right below it, who would you know, the Hilary Duff Metamorphosis soundtrack. I swear I have never heard before in my entire life. This is a plant. Is this the show version or Hilary Duff's? Okay, this is not how I remember it sounding okay, on the show. Yeah, it's the one that says intro invitation. We'll try this one. Okay. And I also realized I can turn the volume way down because the mic is right fucking here. Okay. So that was the intro. Pink glitter everywhere. Well, all right, Jay, congratulations. If you ever get lost, you're going to get returned to me. Okay, but rather than doing a phone number, I feel like we should do a saying or something. I think you can put whatever you want in those bracelets, no? Probably. We'll work on it. It'll be like when we made sorority letters. Well, I made you sorority letters. I never got a set, but it's fine. We work on it. At at this point, I don't want a set of sorority letters. I'm good. Well, yeah, now you just get bracelets. Or I still need the thingy thing for my badge. Oh, yeah. But apparently we were told I have to send my badge away. And I don't want to risk sending that through the mail. I mean, it wasn't that expensive, but like... I've had it for years. I don't want to have to ship it out just so I can place it myself. So I think what one of our sisters did is she actually ordered like a completely new badge to go with. She ordered like the cheapest one, but got the nice guard. But she lost her badge. Oh, I could see other people doing that though. I mean, I would do it, but I'd like to give it to someone who doesn't have a badge yet. Does your little have a badge? Does my little have a badge? Mm, these are all good questions. I want to say hopefully yes, because they have, or no, your little didn't initiate someone. No, she did. She twins. She initiated two. Just kidding. Yeah, hopefully she- they both have badges. But if not, I will gladly buy one of them a new one. Because <laughs> I'd rather give someone else a badge because I don't need another one. Mm-hmm. And on that note, thank you for listening to this episode of In Omnia Paratus. Grab your coffee bowl and don't forget to rate, download, and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Apple. On Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. As always, where you lead will follow. So head on over to at In Omnia Pod on Instagram and let us know more about what you'd like to hear about. Bye. I'm just waiting for you to go, Flava, Flav. Yeah, no. (laughs) No, no, now you have to be like Tyra and be like, so you want to be on top? Wait, too dirty. Never mind.